the hard launch, if you will. Yeah, I get it, is... hard. <laughs> I, I get it, because I'm hard. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, I'm always I'm, I'm hard, hard the entire time. Yeah. Uh, no, you should, uh, yeah, we got to keep this, put it at the beginning, yep. and then we can just go yep. in the intro. Yep. Uh, yeah, so anyway, guys, uh, welcome to the Sporting Dudes. As you just heard, it's a hard launch of the brand new Sporting Dudes podcast featuring a wonderful cast of characters. Uh, we have both of the Asins here. Uh, Grayson and Jason, a mighty duo. And uh, to my digital right on my screen, uh, the original Crab King, the one and only Kula, uh, Mr. Kyle. So, uh, the gentlemen. eternal, the hitball yeah. champion of the world. <laughs> the hitball champion never. of the world. Well, I wouldn't be anywhere without my you partner, were, yep, Jason. Yep, we did so. it, Kyle. We saved the world. We saved did the you? world. One yep, hit we ball. had one hit ball in 2012. Ooh. The Mayans couldn't handle our shit. That's right. It was 2012. I thought it was 2020. Matt, you guys should have no. played hit ball again. Yep. Yeah, no. We must have missed a game yeah, or something. Yeah. I'm really glad that uh, Kyle saved the world from ending in 2012 with his hit ball uh, championship. Uh, and Jason. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that both uh, Jason and Kyle saved the world uh, with their hit ball. And uh, I'm glad that myself, uh, I am Joe, and uh, I'm, I'm glad Grayson was there to watch it. I was not able to watch, unfortunately. I had other you know, none of us are, none of us are professional athletes, but at least we have some, you know, true heroes, true heroes saving the world. We did. We do have some true heroes. Uh, uh, you know, God, God bless you all. Um, speaking Good. of heroes, uh, the Browns have a fucking winning record, guys. Uh, uh, they're my heroes. Kyle, Gray, what do you guys think about this? We have a winning record. It's hard to believe, it really is. obviously. I think it's, I think that, you know, there's been some, some W's in there that feel like L's, but, uh, can't complain, man. There's, it's, there's good stuff. Our defense looks insane. Yeah, for sure. It, it, you're right. It, there's a lot that don't feel like wins probably because they could have just as easily been losses and they probably should have been. So, um, you know, it, it's that still sticks with me, but I'm, I love that five and three record. Our, our defense is, is awesome. It sucks. I mean, you know, it sucks when people get hurt. Um, Jed Wills, you know, isn't Joe Thomas, but you know, it sucks to lose your starting left tackle, but he hasn't been playing all that well. So, you know, there's some, some holes there. I will say, I do remember you being pretty mad at him a few I, weeks ago, I but live in a perpetual state of anger against him usually, but I'm not going to knock the guy for getting hurt. Never like to be fair, that. that perpetual state of anger is usually just against the Browns uh, yeah. and everyone involved, uh, with the exception of Miles Garrett. We always give him a pass. Sure. God, yeah, he, so is a, he is a monster, he's, monster man. He really is a beast. And it, it was fun seeing all those guys get involved on Sunday. You know, it was just tons of sacks and turnovers. And it was, it was really good. It was, it was fun to see. Fun to see for sure. Most Happy with that record. Sean Watson continues to baffle and confuse um, when you can throw like a, you know, a 45 yard dime and nothing else. And then when you, you know, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, right. Nothing else. You know, those, the a five yard uh, out to the, to the running back is apparently one of the hardest throws in the NFL. Um, it's amazing. Brandon Whedon could make that throw day in and day out, but somehow it just alludes to Sean. Brandon Whedon had that flip down. I mean, we all saw it numerous times, that amazing flip. And Brandon, yeah. Sean just can't uh, 
You just can't catch for, you can't catch it five yards, but uh, you want to make a, you're absolutely right, a bomb 50 yards to Amari, man, that pass was beautiful. It was, even, even I cried a little at watching that. It was, it was nice, man. It's perfect. It was nice to see. Um, running game is still obviously, I mean, it's, it's, we're always going to be comparing it, uh, you know, to, to, to Chubb. And I've been really impressed with uh, Kareem. I think he's uh, he's been able to. I don't know. I think he scored. I think he scored in most games. And like, <clears throat> you know, getting into the end zone from five yards out is always. I mean, you know, you see, how often do you see it? Dude gets stuffed on the line, you know, three times in a row, and and so it's just you know, there's there's a, obviously a skill to just making those plays and he can make them. So get the longest rushing um, touchdown streak in the NFL right now. Four games. Yes. Really? And four, four games. games. Yeah. Wow. So it's not like, you know, a season Jeez. long, but it's still running still backs one, nowadays, right? man. It's been awesome having him. And you're right. You know, we do compare it every week. I'm like, man, man, Nick Chubb would just like, that'd be an 80 yard touchdown. That'd be an 80 yard touchdown. And, you know, they're still, you know, top five rushing def- or rushing offense in the league, I think. So it's, you know, it's uh, we're doing it. It's just not um, not sexy. Yeah, that's true. Speaking but, of, uh, so, Joe, man, any any other. Uh, oh, sorry. Do you, oh, you oh, oh, yeah. I was, you know, I, I was going to say, speaking of speaking of not sexy. When I think of not sexy, first of all, I just think of everything relating to Pittsburgh in general because uh, uh, fuck Pittsburgh. But uh, holy shit, their run game is the absolute yeah. epitome of not sexy. The hey, exact opposite of everything we talked about. Scored a touchdown. Um, you did. But <laughs> was it sexy, Jason? No. My exactly. God. My uh, God. The Cleveland Browns defense remains to be one of the most incredible things to watch. Week to week, while the Steelers are now firmly uh, down to second to last in yards per game allowed, and the devil was on the sidelines, uh, not in his little box. And, like, it's amazing. You watch, like, Steelers Twitter, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Matt Canada made such a big difference. We played the Titans. The Titans are fucking trash. And Will Levis looked like a goddamn all-star. Um, uh, excuse, excuse me, who is that? Uh, Mr. I'm Levi sorry, Jeans? Levi Jeans. Yeah, yeah okay, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. The, the, the Levi man himself. Yeah, no, it's it's not sexy. <laughs> it is so tough to watch that offense. It's been tough to watch the offense for the last, oh, really, Ben's last year and then the last last year with Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough to watch. Like, granted, it's a win against uh, a, a pretty shitty team. I mean, the Browns did the same thing, but I guess the difference is, if you look at what the Browns did versus what the Steelers did, like, like maybe the Cardinals are worse than the 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 Titans, but like the Browns did what everyone expected them to do and beat the shit out of the Cardinals, right? And I think the Steelers are doing what people are expecting them to do based off a of history, which is win games. And I mean, they have they're top, close to the top of the league in turnovers per game, which is really what's helping us. Um, but I mean, earlier in the year, the Browns gifted us a game. The Titans gifted us a game with a couple turnovers. So, yeah, it was uh, it was rough to watch. Um, I guess 
Cole Holcomb's knee, uh, Nick Chubbed, uh, which was tough to watch. It was kind of the. I hate the fact we're using it as a fucking verb, dear. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it sucked. It was it was so nasty. (laughs) It was one of those things where it was like they're not going to show the replay, and of course I'm scrolling through Twitter and someone shows it. Um, I think I was talking to Joe about this earlier in the week. It didn't feel as impactful as the Nick Chubb injury, mostly because I think, first off, Nick Chubb, Cole Holcomb, two very different people as far as their stature in the league, but also we were physically at the game. We saw Chubb get hurt. Yeah. Um, so I think it felt a little bit more like, holy shit, and they showed it on a Jumbotron, which I don't know if they did that this time. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of noise to go say Anthony Barr, which would be a decent signing, but, like, the problem isn't one linebacker. They got, I mean, Cole Holcomb's been a really good field general for us. He's kind of tied it together. Um, man, they just, they're tough to watch, and... Uh, just we need to settle down. I think we beat the Titans. Like it's not, you know, you know who needs to settle down is fucking George Pickens. <laughs> he is, <Yeah>. he is, <laughs> he's hot, man. Fucking hissies. I mean, what is going on, so, man? I mean, so you guys tough. have it's. He's 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 taking off on the, you know, insane. I know. <laughs> Pittsburgh wide receivers, yeah. uh, you know, trajectory, but it's way yeah. too early. And it's like, it's only been, it's only been, like, know? I get, he he had like minus one yard and, and like, look, he could have caught a touchdown pass and his foot was just a little bit out of bounds. Like that's, that's not on, right. Be a little better, on Pickett, man. Like, right. I mean, he threw, he threw a good right. ball. I mean, Pickett's not a fucking all-star, um, you know, but of course, you know, Hey, it's something about him in the fourth quarter. He figures it out. I don't know if that's because they let him call plays at the line. You hear all the pundits say like, they just look different in the fourth quarter. They move the ball, but Deontay Johnson was back. They weren't really covering Deontay Johnson. I started him in a, yeah. in a league and he, he actually like, he looked yeah. nice. Look. It's and it's, it's, you know, for 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 Pickens' ego, that's yeah, yeah. you know. That and look, bode they were well. putting the other thing about Johnson was he dropped a couple balls last week. He did not look good in his first game back from the injury, and it was clear the defense was keying in on Pickens. So like, you're gonna have to throw to other guys, and Johnson was hot, so they fed him the ball. And next week, they could be putting the top corner on Deontay Johnson, and Pickens will be more available. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, here's what I'll say. Uh, as good as Pickens is, uh, the track record of the Steelers with wide receivers is the moment they come to that spot um, where they're starting to become divas, boy, it's they get him out of town as soon as that first contract's over. And I, I would love to see Pickens stay right away, man, because yeah. he's a freak athlete. But for sure, really something's going to change. The one, uh, the one thing I'll say about the AFC North as a whole is I heard someone else say again, AFC North is a gauntlet. Let's just remind ourselves that last week the Browns beat the Cardinals and the Steelers beat the Titans. So, so the, the only the only comment I will make on that is that when you're, I think when you hear that, number one, there's a little bit of the past precedent of you know the oh the Ravens and the Steelers are just you know these juggernauts and the iron all of that stuff. I will say. When you look at that division right now as it sits compared to every other division yep. in football, it is l- leagues. And I, and I, and I yeah. guess Cincinnati's coming on late. They started off very, very rough. But would you not take any of those four over multiple division leaders? I mean, I would take them over anybody yeah, the from AFC the AFC sure. South. I take yeah. over anybody in the NFC South. I take them over 
what everybody in the West except for the Chiefs and the Chargers. I mean, like the, they're all of them are significantly better positioned than a lot of other teams. And this could very well be the year where you look and say, "Wow, there's two misses in that division who didn't make the playoffs that deserve to make it over whoever I'll, comes out of the AFC South." Yeah, I'll tell you this this week, Sunday, Cleveland and Baltimore. That's yeah. a huge game. Oh, That's gonna, I think, set the tone. The, the next two year. weeks make or break the division for Cleveland. You have to win one out of two of those. And I'm of the opinion that I think if you don't win both, you no longer control your own destiny. And that is dangerous with the way this division is shaping up. Yeah, and there. I don't trust it. The last time we were this good and trusted our fate to someone else is when they sat Peyton Manning against the Tennessee Titans, who were like two and 11 or some crap and they went in and beat the like 10 and four fucking Colts and we lost we made the playoffs at 10 and 6 so I I I can taste that happening again already yeah remember that too well Uh, but the one thing we believe it was Curtis Painter I think it was was Curtis Painter Painter. huge huge shout out to the NFL for giving us the Giants and the Raiders as our Sunday oh, night prime time, and then the Broncos and the Bills as our Monday night prime time. Thank you, thank Dude, you. They need to fucking figure well, out. Well, they had his flex. They had his flex, but they remember they missed a deadline. Yeah. So. What's crazy to me is they were flexing games left and right the past couple seasons, and then this year, this year they're like, we're not flexing anything. You guys have to suffer through. Last year it was the Broncos. This year it's the Giants. Every and, fucking and week like the we fucking had to Jets. watch. It's awful. Russ Wilson cook the Jets, dude. Yeah, the Jets are in there. Broncos country. Let's ride, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, just for just so in case anybody uh, is uh, wondering, uh, three of us on this podcast are for the Browns. Grayson. Kyle and myself, we are the people that are in the right all the time. We are good people. Uh, the other person, Jason, is uh, um, he's wrong. He's an yes, evil liar. he's a Steelers fan through at and least, through. Hey, Pittsburgh at least I'm diehard. Thank you. Yeah, you are diehard. You are diehard. And uh, it, I'll tell you what, Grace, you've been quiet. Would you like to do the honors this week? <clears throat> Fuck you, Jason. Oh, that, that, that cut out. You guys say it again. Oh, sorry, sorry. Fuck you, Jason. There we go. Fuck you, Jason. Uh, any opportunity to you, say that twice, I am, I am happy to do so. I'm happy to do so. Yeah. Well, the good news is, is we are a united front uh, when it comes to the Cavaliers, uh, mostly because Pittsburgh doesn't get a basketball team. And thank God for that. Uh, so thank God. We were uh, Grayson, Jason, and I were very lucky to see the Cavaliers in person on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, the 5th. We saw them place the Warriors, and we saw a win, gentlemen. We saw a win, and on top of that win, we saw the cherry on top. We saw Draymond get kicked in the nuts by Jared Allen. I, obviously incidental. He didn't mean yes. to do it on purpose. Jared Allen's too nice of a guy to do it on purpose, unlike Draymond. But, uh, boy, guys, that was that was a fun game, wasn't it? It really was. And it, it, right after that happened, I said, <laughs> I turned to you, Joe, and said, couldn't happen to a better guy. And I, <laughs> I hold to that. Truly. It was uh, that was a lot of fun. Truly. It was weird though, you know. We were talking about the Browns and not feeling like we had victories. I I didn't feel like we were winning, um, yeah. that game because there was so yeah. much Max Struess time, so much gorgeous George time, so much Dean Wade time in the first quarter, and it was like, what the Ugh. fuck is going on here? Why is yeah. Donovan on the bench? Yeah. What is going on? We're just cranking out threes that are just 
what did we, I, we shot under 30% from three, I think, that game. And it was just like, how? That's not a, yeah, it was not good. And Steph hit a shit ton like usual. But, you know, they fucking won. And yeah. Arius looked really good. Um, so did Donovan, of course, too. It was uh, It was a lot of fun. The pure basketball f- fan, just a fan of the sport in me, um, I will say this. That's the first time I was able to see Steph and Clay in person. And Same. just talking about the basketball portion of it, I get it. My goodness, are they smooth, man. Just smooth. Every, like It is so wild to see it in person. As a good, TV does not do it justice. But, yeah, it was a good game. Good atmosphere. Um, I was a little worried about like how energetic the crowd would have been after like that the Browns game, right? It was earlier today, like tons of celebrating. Um, shit ton of Warriors fans there too. Shit ton of Warriors fans, yeah. But crowd was good. Oh, wow. Game was good. Um, Cavs didn't look great, but they pulled off the win, and and the Warriors, quite frankly, looked pretty fucking awful too. So. They were shooting at one point like 20% from the paint and actually technically any area inside the three-point arc, and they were shooting like 45 almost 50% from three. So they played a really sloppy game, but I'll take the W. Yeah, it, was, it was cool to see those guys. And and we and on top of that, uh, Chris Paul, too. We, we hadn't seen him yeah. in person yep. either. So that was Boy, cool. he's lost a oh. step, <laughs> it appears. Yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine, yeah, I'd imagine that's him, him losing a step and not uh, some weird TV yep. magic. Well, and, and I got to share this so. in person with uh, Jason and Grayson, but I think it's share with you, Kyle. So uh, my hot take about Chris Paul is I'm fucking over Chris Paul. I I'm, I, I used to love Chris Paul. I, I don't anymore. I want him to retire. Mm. I want him to go away. I'm just kind of I'm kind of over how everyone just keeps puffing him up and saying he's so good at pass. He's so good. At this it's uh, the way I, I compared it. And I am a giant Steve Nash fan. It is like the last two years of Steve Nash's career where everyone just so badly wanted him to still be good and be able to win a championship. And I feel like that's been like the past four yeah. years of Chris Paul. And I'm just over it. I just am. I, I know he's a Hall of Famer. I know he's an incredible player. I'm just, I'm just, just go away. Let me, let me still love you. Yeah. I, 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 I was never really a huge Chris Paul fan to begin with. He, he just, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, you can't blame a guy for his team. You know, it's, it's, he never, he was, <clears throat> it seemed weird that everyone wanted him to be like, the you know the best player on a championship team right but like he could never be that and like he showed it multiple multiple times um sorry i just watched steph curry just absolutely smothered that was was so nice um i kind of lost my train of thought unfortunately Uh, oh it was about it was about chris paul um, so yeah, I mean, he just never, it's it just, it just seemed like it was, uh, like he was never a shooter. I don't know. Like he's the last, he's kind of the last, like true yeah. point guard. That's a type really player, good you know, way of Super mid range yep. game. Um, the school of Andre you know, Miller. Yeah, exactly. And Eric Snow. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know how we can top an Eric Snow reference right there. An Eric Snow pull. That is, uh, it means we win the week. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, Chris Paul is good. Well, cool. You, know, you had, never you had, it. you were about to go on a Cavs diatribe and the fantasy podcast that we do to cover yes. our lovely fantasy thing. So I'm really curious to see what your Cavs thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll actually, you know, in in uh, in the spirit of you know seeing games, I was actually uh, able to see the on Friday. The Cavs play in Indiana with their crazy ass court. Uh, the pictures that you guys sent were honestly way yeah, worse. Figured, like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, in person, it wasn't that bad. It it was it was it was definitely weird, but it was not like I can't look yeah. at this. So, like, that's good, I guess. Um, but it's it's I mean, so far like what it comes down to is just, it's just really poor shooting. Uh, we shot 28% from three on Friday. It sounds like we, I, I didn't check the numbers, but low it sounds 30s. like we shot about you know yeah. 30% low thirties, uh, on, on, on Sunday tonight, we, again, I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was not a great shooting night. Uh, I know at one point we were five or 13, um, just, just, which is really frustrating. I mean, you know, I, you know, like I did say on that other one, I really, you know, I'd like to give teams 20 games in, figure their shit out. We get our starting lineups back together. Um, you, you, you see that, you know, they're, they're able to kind of maybe, you know, get something going, get yeah. something together. Right. Uh, it's still like your those shots should still go in, you know, like without without the team gelling, without like I don't know. It just it just seems uh, it's 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 worrisome when, which I can't complain. What did we do when we when we needed shooting? We went out and got people who shot yep. really well last year. They're not performing. In in Max Struess, I mean Max Struess had one game. Um, <clears throat> Niang, he was a forty percent three point shooter. I mean, he, and he looked insane in the in the preseason. To be honest, he looked really nice. He looked like he could not only shoot just like catch and shoot threes, but he could shoot like with someone in his face. He was tall, um, and and he just looked like he could shoot, man. Yeah. But it's it's. Uh, like both of them going inside the three point line looks bad. It looks really bad. Um, Struess is he's athletic, but he just gets he just gets blocked, man. He just gets he's not big enough. He's not strong enough. I, I know he's six five and he kind of plays that three for us, but like it's just uh, he's still not the he he he's not he's just not. He hasn't been yeah. that guy for, you know, for the, you know, a, when you, you really like to have a guy, not only who can shoot threes, but who can cut. Right. And he's just, isn't, he just hasn't been that. Yeah. So, I think what, what um, really worries, I don't want to say what worries me, but if you look, if you look at the four teams that made the NBA finals last year, like the thing that they could do is they could score from three, they could score from mid range outside the paint and they could score in the paint. All four teams that made the NBA Finals had all three fastest of those, or at, at the conference finals made those. And it feels like this team is built so much for three and paint. And that middle range, 
kind of isn't really there. And I know that's the way that a lot of NBA is going, but like if we can't, if we're not hitting our threes, like all the defense has to do is stack the paint and make it really hard for, and, and Donovan is incredible. So he's able to slash, right? To stack the paint, take away the cut to the basket, yeah. make it hard on Mobley and Jarrett, put hands in their faces, put bodies on and make it uncomfortable. And it kind of limits our ability to score. It looks like I get granted. I'm with you. It, we need more than, you know, three weeks of the season, right. To, to really feel that. But some of these other teams that are really good, it feels like they've got an ability to score in multiple different ways. And our defense has been suspect at times too. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's too early to panic. Yeah. Um, but I don't, it, it does. It scares me if we're going to shoot 30% from three, and we're relying 100% on paint because we don't have a ton of ability inside the three-point arc. Um, it could be, a, it could be a, a scary season for um I suppose our games this year, we've shot under 30% from, from three. F. And then yeah. tonight was 31%. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not good, especially when the guys that you added were there to do help that. improve that. Specifically yeah, for right. that reason. And it's like... Right. The only two guys, real, the only two real players that you added, at least. Like, it's a, you know, it's, again, we're eight games in, but I don't know. It's, there's still troubling things that you see that. Right. And you can still, I mean, you're allowed to do that. You know, you're allowed to just say, hey, you know. It would be more, without, I guess I wouldn't. Without going too overboard. Right. And I guess I wouldn't feel so bad or worried about it if it was just like, you know, one guy shooting 25% from three who's supposed to be shooting 40% right. when a team shooting like that a lot of the time. Yeah, it's the whole team. I don't know. We will see. Um, it, it, it's going to be. So give me. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, give me. Um, I'd like to hear each of you give me one player that you are pleasantly surprised with and a player that you are. Uh, most disappointed with. It's going cooler. I like that. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Man, what do you think? I. <clears throat> well, I, I, who are you most? Who are you most? It's got to be Donovan Mitchell. Um, I don't think there's any other answer other than Donovan Mitchell. Um, you could sell me maybe on Jared Allen after the rough off season he had after the rough end of the the playoffs last year. That he's kind of come back with a positive attitude. He says he's worked on his game. He's worked on his mental. Uh, there, but uh, Donovan Mitchell by far. Uh, he's been outstanding. He's done everything he needed to do and more. He he's his his step is just like leagues ahead of everyone. He seems yeah. better this year. This it seems like he's it, like better. You know what? The, what the games I've watched? I've watched. I've watched everything but two of them. The ones that I couldn't watch. Thank you, Bally's. Fuck you, Bally's. Um, I have felt that he's not forcing it as much, and I feel that. When he yeah. when he's playing at his best, it is so effortless and he just glides through last year. It was almost he almost looked like more like a tra- like a freight train. Like he was I'm driving to the basket. I'm getting there watching him do it. Now it's he's yeah. like stepping on clouds mean. to drive up to the basket. And he's I don't see his facility anymore. But when he sees somebody on like the other night when Mobley was on, he scored like, what, 28 points, or whatever. He just uh, feeds Mobley. He didn't he didn't feel the need to take over a game unless he had to. And last year, I felt like he was dragging everybody with him a little bit. Um, so he's my yeah. he's my best player of the, uh, of the game. But okay. uh, 
Cool. And then who? Uh, what about the opposite? Who you been uh, most disappointed I with? I fuck George Niang. I want to send him to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I won't. We won't let you because it's I know, too early. I but, know, but uh, you're yeah, you're ready. Well, you're what frustrates me about him, and I understand you guys have a hate relationship with Isaac Okoro. But I, you can sell me on the fact that Isaac Okoro hustles. He plays gritty. He plays good defense. And he's willing to body. He's willing to hold people still. And I looked at George that entire game against Golden State. A other than Draymond, a softer lineup didn't didn't press, didn't hold anybody there, didn't box out against a weaker lineup. And that's stuff that Okoro does. Does Okoro have a shot? Not really. Does Okoro have a consistent offensive game? Not really. Does George Yang have anything? The answer so far is a goddamn no. And it is frustrating to see because they brought him in yeah. to say, you know, we'll give up a little bit of defense to get some offense. And right now he's not doing anything, anything at all of value. And Correct. it is frustrating. I can you can sell me on Max needs some time to get a shot down to get more involved in this offense. He has to get acclimated, especially with the first three or four games. They wouldn't have starters. Now he's got starters. He has to get used to us. You can sell me on that. George Nang was brought in to come off the bench and he's come off the bench and he doesn't do anything. That doesn't change much from team to team, right? Like that's, you know, I mean, obviously you got to still get used to things, but one way or another, whether you're comfortable or not, like when you put, when you're standing up in that corner, you should be able to knock down the shot. And he's, he's been frustrating. He's been, um, I don't even want to say disappointing because I didn't love that signing to begin with. I love the max one. And so that one to me is disappointing. Uh, I didn't love the George one. I didn't quite get it. I said, ah, well, considering he's not that well, it like, wh- like if you could tell me what he did yeah. good last year, I'd be surprised. I just, he's, he's fine. You need, you need death pieces. Uh, it's fine. But he's been just hugely disappointing to me because uh, somebody had to step up and it's certainly not him. He, sh- he did shoot. He did shoot 40% from three on like decent yeah, volume. Years in a row. And I think that's what everyone was excited about. I mean, he's a big guy too. Like, oh, rebounding or something like that, you know, or like just relief. And uh, yeah, we just play him too much at the four. Um, That's my only problem. Right. And, and yeah, that might be true. Um, Jason, what do you think? What do you, who, what are your, uh, what are your, I'll, who's your most, I will uh, tell you the easy answer is Mitchell, obviously at 32 and a half. Um, yeah. I'm going to say so far, Evan Mobley. He's, he's averaging okay, yeah. a double, double. And he's playing his spots. Well, we're doing, we're playing smart with his minutes. Unfortunately, it comes at the uh, the expense of having George Niang and uh, Dean Wade um, splitting time at, at the four. Uh, and I mean, mm-hmm. we know Dean Wade is isn't much, and George is too small to play the four. Um, now, I guess against small ball, it makes a little bit more sense. But I I don't know. He just doesn't have the size. But yeah, Evans really been you know he hasn't been like blowing the. The, the stats off he hasn't had 30 point games like but he's playing well, yeah he has, but he hasn't though. had like consistently and i think that's like people they, we get locked sure. in on like oh he was our first round pick like he's got to be like this no he's averaging 15 points and almost 12 rebounds a game like that i mean he's a he's a is, yeah playing great defense and he, he hasn't uh, he hasn't had a game where he every game he's played this year he's had at least one block and i think he's averaging like almost three blocks a game it's something stupid like that's amazing it's two and a half that's two and a half I th- Tam. I think that uh, I think that the one I think that one thing that we are all that we should all notice is that he is I I hate to say it like this I guess but he's not a center. No. Yeah, no. you're right. Like, he plays so much better 
when yep. Jared Allen's yep. in there. When he can be the off-ball yep. help, when he can be that guy who is, uh, you know, coming coming from the other side to you know contest a contest a shot, um, it's it's almost unstoppable. And when he switches, you know, they, they, you know, it's funny to watch, you know, point guards figure out like in real time that, that it's not yeah. a mismatch. Yeah. Agree. I, Oh, I got the big man on me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to, you know, use my moves and, uh, no, yeah. don't, you should probably avoid doing that like he's 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 gonna he's gonna be he's gonna catch up with you uh, yeah so yeah. anyways i'm, I'm yeah. i agree with you and, and i'm gonna great. say disappointment and and it's early but um strew shooting under 30 percent from three when that's the primary reason we have him and it could be just he's not familiar with the system yet or he's not comfortable or doesn't know when to take his shots but there's been a lot of open threes that he's just hasn't like it almost feels like he's not 100 percent in rhythm yet Right. Like he's trying to pick his spots and 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 maybe not just feeling the flow of the game. Yeah. It's early. You know, it's not like we signed him to be our Steph Curry. I get that. But um, really need his help off the bench from the three and to shoot under 30 percent. Granted, the whole team, we just said well, that. that's the problem is he's not even on. He's yeah, not even. Off yeah, the bench, right. Like... Well, yeah, exactly. And but, but I think that was our intent. Right. Having a three three guy come off. Because he's not even a three and D guy, he's really just a three a three point guy. I will say he can dunk. It looked like a struggle, but we saw him dunk. Yeah, cool. he did it. I he mean, he's a, he's six five. He did, he did do like, it. Yeah, he's he's six five. Like that's decently yeah. tall. It's not. I mean, it's it's a it's a decent size three. Yeah. Like he's he's you know mediocrely athletic, yeah. mediocrely. Good word. Um, like it. um but but yeah, you. I I I'll say Struess for now. Um, I hope he can pick it up. Uh, okay. I mean, there's. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. I think, I think, um, but presently surprised with Mobley this year. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Great man. What do you think? I mean, it's honestly going to be pretty, I, I kind of figured we'd all be pretty, pretty close and aligned on this. I, Donovan has been just so amazing. I mean, I, Evan, you know, Evan's been awesome. And, but Don, watching Donovan is just so much fun to watch like a real superstar <laughs> again. Yeah. And a yeah. Guy, Did you think, did you think he like? I didn't watch a lot of Jazz games, of course. Yeah, when he was in Utah, because like you know, why would I? Um, and even when he traded for him, I was like, man, like you know, this is this is this guy really worth all of this? Um, can he be that person? Can he be that best player on a on a on a championship team. And I absolutely a hundred percent believe that he can. Be. I think so. He's, I mean, he is so incredibly good and he's do, playing better than he was last year. And I agree. It's, um, he is just all around. He's, 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 he does everything well. And, um, yep. yeah, I, I really do. I, I think, I think that he could be in it. You know, I wish that, you know, Darius would, I know he's been hurt and kind of been all over the place. When we saw him against the Warriors, he looked awesome. I know he played like shit tonight, but That's good. he played really well. Yeah, he didn't look great tonight, Shot unfortunately. 13 free throws that night. Like, he wasn't just jacking up. And I know he's historically been a good, decent three-point shooter. So, like, you know, I, I've, I have faith that he'll come around. But he, he looked really good that night, but it was it was frustrating to see him. But so I can't really say he's been frustrated. 
a frustration because he has been hurt. I, I would say that those two signings, it's just because those are the only two signings that we made. You know, it's yep. a toss up yep. for me, honestly, between Nang True. and, and yeah. Struess. It's like Struess are. Uh, you can almost say that they're both equally like disappointing. They've both they've both pretty pretty much failed completely so yeah, far. So far, eight games into the season, they have they have failed to to do what they and were like, brought in to you know, do equally. Kind of like Joe was saying with with George, it's like I I, I guess. I don't know. He, he, he's been a good, he is, he's a career 40% three point shooter, which is, that's, that's awesome. That That's what you want. And he has been anywhere, anywhere near that this year. And I, you know, I, I have faith that he'll come back just because of his career. Um, but still mm-hmm. I, you know, between him and Max, I don't understand the purpose of Max Struess. Like he's, yeah. he's a good three point shooter. He shot a shit ton of them last year, but he's not like, he's not lights out. He's not a good defender. He doesn't do anything like super well. So I, I don't like, yeah. Underst- I never understood them to begin with, so I guess I'm more disappointed in the organization almost for bringing them in than I am them. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the other, it's not like my expectations were super, but yeah, both of them, I think, are equal to me. The other thing that does worry me a little bit, right, um, is when you talk about three-point shooting, uh, spot-up shooters, a- any kind of outside shooting that doesn't involve Donovan Mitchell and Darius Carlin, it's been non-existent for the past couple of years. And I worry, now that we've supposedly brought in our shooters quote-unquote um they're not is it they're just not comfortable yet it's like i said it's only eight games but uh there's gonna come a point in time and kyle might be right about that 20 20 game period if they're not comfortable is it really on the player or is it on the scheme is it on the coaching staff because it's not like this team had great shooters the past two years and they had we had to let them go for salary reasons or whatever it's we've never had them and now we've tried to go get them, and now they're not shooting well. Does that point to them being the problem yeah. or the scheme and the coaching staff? And I'm not yeah. I'm not a JB hater. I think he's learning. I think he's had to learn on the fly a lot. Well, but I think this is a yeah. make or break here. Is JB a coach that he's done well enough, but he's not going to get us there? Or is it, hey, he he he, he's, he is the guy. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really trying not to, like, freak out about the coaching staff yet but uh you're gonna hit a point this season i will say good um i will say actually like just to kind of go off of that my i'll just start off with my disappointment um and it actually i was i was actually gonna say great (laughs) um because he uh like it it like you said all those reasons that you said um uh, and, and really like i mean again like i mean it's it's really hard to tell okay is it the style is it the is it the the play calling um you know are we are our guys really getting put in the best positions or are they just are they tr- getting put in the best i don't know i don't know what's yeah. coming you know i don't know which is worse but i i the things that i can see are um I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of simple, but it's inbound plays like, or plays out of a timeout. Um, like yeah, his draw plays. I don't weak, know if they, like, it, it just seems like it's not great. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think that JB is, you know, I think that he's a player's coach. Players love him. And I think, you know, I think that there's there's some good development there. I don't want to say like he's incapable of it, but it it looks. <clears throat> I I that's why I'm disappointed with him. Is I I really wanted him to be better. I really thought that he was going to be, um, 
he was given the tools, right? Like, and, and, and so it's, it's still yet to be decided kind of like Joe was saying, uh, what the, if the scheme or the, you know, or the players are the problem, I, I think, and, and eight games in, keep saying it over and over. Right. Um, so, so, you know, I think that he's probably my, like I said, he's probably my biggest disappointment so far. I wish I want, I want to see some improvement there, obviously. Uh, as far as my, uh, person that I've been most impressed with is someone that I have hated on for a long time, very vocally. Uh, not Isaac Okoro. He, he's been too hurt to kind of make a full judgment, unfortunately. But he's been he's been good. Like he's I can't believe you're about to say what you're about to say. It's like right okay, now. go on. Yeah, man. Uh, Karis Levert has I can't been. Hear that. No, I can't either. Really, really good. Like what? He's been, I mean, he put up 29 tonight. Like, he's put up multiple, you know, games in the 20s. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's cliche, I guess. But, like, he really tries. Like, he puts, he, he like, puts forth that effort, man. He, he Even on defense, he's maybe not the best defensive player. He's honestly not the best ball handler. Um that's one thing I've always really knocked him for was his ability to handle the ball. And unfortunately we've had to like rely on him to be a point guard and like a facilitator, which like I, <laughs> that sucks. But having said that, like he's kind of been fine. Like, I mean, he got five assists tonight. Like it's, it's, um, what are, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up his stats just for this season. Yeah, he's got, um, points wise got eight, 13, 19, 31, 17. Yeah, he's having a half. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's solid. It's how can I complain yeah. about any of that stuff? Especially like after all the shit that I've talked about him. Sometimes um, that's what it takes. To you know, I'm glad I'm getting. I love getting screwed wrong about yeah. my own team. <laughs> oh yeah. When I'm negative. I will realize. Yeah. That's <laughs> last year he had I think the second most defensive win shares on the team, second to Evan Mobley, which is wow. He's number two. He was crazy. always he was always good on defense last he was. year. Like here's the fourth. Month, he's he he's always hustled. He's always really put forth the effort, and he's athletic as fuck. Yeah. He, he like, took a lot of flack last year because I think when 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 the Cavs acquired Karish and they really like they played him. Obviously, he had he had all last year. I think people were expecting him to be that six man that 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 Colin Sexton six man or that Jordan Clarkson six man who puts up you know, 18 points, 20 points a game. Yeah. Like uh, uh, some threes. And he's not, he's, he was never that consistent in Indianapolis and he's still not that consistent here, but he brings a lot of other stuff to the table, but he's looked more he's, like he's it looked significantly more consistent. This year. Absolutely. But what I've also seen is his peak isn't as high, but his consistency is there. And I actually think that's significantly better for this. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, for sure. Like you'd obviously rather have, you know, consistent, 15 points rather than you know 35 or zero on like 0 for 12 shooting um <clears throat> sure so but yeah i mean it's just been it's been a very very pleasant surprise um maybe health has something to do with it i mean <laughs> it's it's probably i mean you hate to say it like you don't want your team to have to take an entire year to get comfortable but like it's taken him a while, and now he looks Rhythm comfortable. Could probably play. I mean, he's shooting. Last year, he was averaging ten shots a game. This year, it's fifteen and a half. So, like, he's you know he's making that could be a big part yeah. of it. You know what I mean? It's like that rhythm and getting comfortable. 
doing that over and over again. So that could be a huge part of it. That's a good pick. Yep. I uh I want to give real quick before we move on, Joe. Um, take take a couple minutes here and just give us how happy you are about the Sharks getting a win yesterday. Sharks won yeah. something. Yeah. Let, what did let Sharks Joe win? Cook for a second, let him let him cook for a second because. Is it? Uh, yeah. So, um, thank you guys. First of all, for, uh, I want to thank Kyle Grayson for not immediately, uh, showering me with the is hooky real bullshit for uh whopping five minutes. I really appreciate that guys. Uh, it means a lot to me. Um, I'm going to mute both of you so you don't interrupt me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my beloved San Jose sharks, wow. you know what? Joe time. <laughs> if, if I could touch your <laughs> lips, if you were in person, I could just, <laughs> uh yeah no uh wow yeah they fucking sucked man uh they finally won a game they are still on par for less than 10 points they have one win in regulation and that's it uh so yeah uh which is great considering their previous two games they had lost a total of 20 goals against in three goals for they're still not averaging two goals a game so uh yeah yeah, boy, they're the the. Uh, I actually put it on the rundown. They're the 2010 Browns of the NHL. They're yeah. trash, and I mean, I mean the kind of trash that you know we like to talk old and about the Browns. Like, yeah, they're kind of fun. They're the Jake Delhomme years of just insanity and fun. This team isn't even fun to watch. They won last night. I watched the entire game. Do you think? Did ask you, Did I have fun watching that game last night? Joe, did I did you not. Have fun? Did you have fun watching that game? Oh. I did not. It was not fun. It was not good hockey. Watching Sharks do win something seems like you know the last time the Sharks won anything meaningful was 1977 when Jaws came out. So, um, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah, no. Like, are these like great white sharks? Like, you know, I think it's all sharks. Technically, technically, the the design of the logo is uh, very heavily influenced by the great white shark that is known to uh, live in the Bay Area. Well, that's your problem. They're driving. They're they're driving up uh, home prices significantly. That's why the Bay Area is so expensive. Sharks. 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 Are driving up home prices. Yes. But yes. So uh, so they 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 finally won a game. Fun fact, Austin Matthews, uh, prolific goal scorer. He actually has more goals than the entire team uh, combined. Every person on the team. More than the entire team. Uh, it is. It, it's, oh. it's been rough. It's been rough. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a good couple minutes there, Jason. But I'm, I'm just happy. We, we, we won. And uh, I don't know what that's like being from Cleveland and also being a Sharks fan. So, yay. How do they win exactly? We're kind of like... Honestly, yeah, we're kind of like ESPN in this sense, <laughs> where like this is the you know, the amount of time that we give to to this. It's like hey, all proportional. Uh, actually, that's not true anymore. Now that ESPN has bought the streaming rights to hockey, they talk about it a little bit more. Though uh, Barry Melrose is retiring because he has Parkinson's. So. Did they want that? Is that that must be why? Uh, that must be why ESPN has to cut back. Yep, yep, they're cutting. They're cutting back so they can stream more sharks. Because they're not yeah, making they, they, they any money shark week. on streaming sharks versus penguins <laughs> because it's a slaughter. It is quite a slaughter. Slaughter. Um, penguins always I, lose. You'd be surprised. Penguins actually would. Jason, would you like to talk really quickly about the penguins and their 
Uh, I will say up and down start. Yeah. There's no, just penguins. We can, we can really skip most of it. All I'll say is uh, uh, same shit, different year. Same okay, shit, different all, year. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in a good, fuck you, Jason. That's not true. You've won <laughs> so feeling. many Stanley yeah, Cups. fuck you, Jason. The, you've won all of your Stanley Cups the entire time we have been alive. You, good point. You that have missed the playoffs for the first time last year yep. in uh, 17 seasons. So Pretty uh, much the most of my adult life, yes. It, yes, so uh, <clears throat> fuck you, Jason. Jason's dog plays for <laughs> is a penguin. Is that all right, right? All my, right. Dog, my dog is yeah. a dog. Uh, Moving on. All right. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, instead true. of talking about Grayson's dog, uh, let's talk about our new dog of a manager for the Guardians. Very quickly, the Cleveland Guardians hired Stephen Vogt. I hope everyone went and voted yesterday, by the way. Stephen Vogt oh, yeah. is now the new by manager. Way, Ohio. Congratulations, Ohio. Yeah. Yes, yes, Ohio. yes. We did it. Yes. The real winner. We finally did it. We can kill babies. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. This so this should be brought to you by Aaron Hernandez. Uh, <laughs> right. Murder okay. and will. Uh, anyway, okay, so congratulations, Stephen Vote, new manager of the Guardians. We'll have more about that, I'm sure, at some point in time once they start signing free agents. Oh, wait, we're the Guardians. We don't. Um, th- by the way, this is going to take us to our next. Speaking of fucking terrible ownership, uh, let's talk about our next segment. Um, terrible things that have happened uh, in sports. We're have a new segment. It's called uh, The Cuck Corner. I'm going to give the three of you, Grays and Jason, I'm going to give you guys a couple examples of things that have happened around the sports world this week. And I want you guys to tell me who was the most cucked. Who got cucked this week? The cuck of the week. You can agree, disagree. But I got a couple great examples here I want to share with you. Um, so first off, um, well, we're going to skip over. I had the Sharks getting cucked by... Uh, 20 goals to three, but they won. So I'm removing them from the list. They won. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Arizona rookie QB Clayton Toon getting cucked by the Cleveland Browns defense. Josh McDaniels getting cucked by his owner, Mark Mm -hmm. Davis. And I mean cucked. He treated him like shit. To be fair, Josh McDaniels deserved it uh, and kicked him out the door. And then he brought in a coach who was on the staff, the players love him, they will go out and win a great football game. Uh, And the third option you guys have, you could go either way with this. Is Jim Harbaugh getting cucked by the Big Ten, or is Jim Harbaugh cucking the Big Ten? (laughs) Oh, boy. Man. I mean, first off, I think we can all agree, go Big Ten. Oh, fucking jeez. I'm not even a Buckeye fan, and fuck you. Well, we know uh, Kyle's not picking that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Kyle, you start. We'll, we'll let you start well, since you uh, heinously mentioned the Big Blue. Terrible, stupid nickname. I don't even know what the fuck. No, yeah, no, it's pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Josh McDaniel. <laughs> um, that like, dude, that guy. Uh, I mean, he somehow duped a second team. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, he duped the second team into making him a head coach, and it's like, like, and 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 the really, I mean, <clears throat> truly, I don't know if you guys heard about like what yeah. was said, but um, uh, is it Antonio Pierce yes. that's a new coach? Yes, he is a new coach. Which is well, amazing. Do great way. hire. That's great. Like, yeah, that's that's amazing. Uh, so apparently, part of what happened was that uh, Antonio Pierce was talking about, oh, hey, you know the you know. Think about what the, you know, 
he was given a like you know trying to inspire people and he mentioned you know the giants beating the the uh undefeated patriots and Josh McDaniel was like offended by that. He was like, "Don't talk about the Patriots that way." Um, at like, so that's like, like the definition of like talking yourself. Like, you won't even talk bad. Like, you you're not even allowing people to talk bad about the team that you used to be a part of, and you're like not on that team anymore, man. Like, it's a, it's a great point. One might say he is still a cuck to Bill Belichick, and he spoke it out loud in right. another another team's locker room. I I like that. I like that one. Uh, Jay, what about you? Where where do you fall now? Which one are you going with here? Who's the who's Man. the talk of the week to you? I wanna so I'd love to say a rookie quarterback from the Cardinals going up against um a unbelievable defense. I'd love to say Zach Wilson, but quite frankly, is that Zach Wilson or is that ownership and the coach from throwing him out there Fair and point. saying, Go ahead and do it? Has to be Josh McDaniels, a second team has decided he's gonna be the future. Uh, he runs Derek Carr out of the building. He pisses off one Great of the best point. receivers in the game, in Devontae Adams. And his entire team absolutely hated him. Uh, that entire locker room was smoking cigars after a regular season victory. So, like, what What else could be a cock? Yeah. Like, those guys just sat there and were like, let's just smoke cigars in honor of McDaniels no longer being toxic in this room. And Max Crosby in an interview <laughs> earlier this week was like, we had fun for the first time in quite a while. Um, so it's pretty clear that he was cucking his team, he was cucking himself, and he'll probably be back on the Patriots by the end of the year. <laughs> Special advisor. I don't really have too much to add. I I, I don't have too much to add. I I think, uh, yeah, definitely Josh McDaniel. Sounds like everybody fucking hated that guy. And I was going to bring up the cigars too. Like that's a, that's a pretty, pretty big fuck you uh, to your ex head coach. And um, I think they made the right move getting rid of that guy. And uh, I mean, they celebrated like a baseball team winning a fucking wild card, which I couldn't believe blows me away, but Mark Davis hey. and his goofy ass haircut, man, just in that locker room smoking cigars like that. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. And you're right. He'll be back on the Patriots. And the next week, special advisor. As, as I was reading, he has to have the special advisor tag so we can keep getting paid by the uh, Hey, you know, uh, what? speaking of the Patriots, what could be interesting is the, the rumors of Belichick possibly being on the outs, depending on how the season goes. Josh McDaniels, uh, next Crazy. head coach. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, oh, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's hope to God not. Uh, so uh, the first ever, uh, the first ever sporting nudes cuck of the week is Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, unanimous cuck, unanimous cuck of the week. Does he get and a t-shirt? He has some great cucks to go against him. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is a giant cuck. We fuck Jim Harbaugh. Um, so that's cuck of the week. Uh, Congratulations. We're gonna skip over our Billy Manziel's bag of money bet of the week because we fucking lost. We bet the Cavs under and Donovan Mitchell over in points and Darius Garland over in th- and we fucking lost every one of them. So we're gonna we're yeah. didn't win a single one. Yeah. That was That's on me, right. boys. All right. I hey, tried to hey. I tried to get one that was uh, pretty, I, I uh, won my action bet of having Bowling Green uh, uh, over their points and also winning the okay. game by a ten and a half plus point spread. So somewhat victor. Damn. 
congratulations to Jason and fuck the rest of us, apparently. Um, so speaking yeah. of fucking the rest of us, boy, howdy, do I have a fun oh, quiz for you guys I am so today. excited for this. Yeah. J- Jason knows about this quiz. Uh, he's also not going to participate because uh, unlike either of you, he believes in the sport of hockey and knows hockey. So this is a game. Is this uh, we can call it is it, are hockey players real? That's where our hockey players real to go along with your belief is is hockey real. So the way this works, <clears throat> I've got a PowerPoint up here. There are going to be two names on the screen. One is a hockey player. The other one is in another sport. I want you to say both of these names and tell me which one is a hockey player. I'm going to let you know if you're correct. If you are, you get a point. You get a bonus point if you can guess the sport of the other name on the screen. So we're going to alternate. It's going to go Grayson, Kyle, Grayson, Kyle. Each of you, the last question each of you have is a special question. They can give you the option to get a third point. If you can pronounce the name of the hockey player correctly after you get, you don't have to guess it correctly. You can guess it wrong. I can tell you, I need you to try and pronounce it for me correctly and you can get a bonus point. So Kyle Gray, you're going to be competing against each other in this incredible game. Gentlemen, for this. Gentlemen, this are you ready? Very well yeah, thought yeah, out. All right. So this is the example I have. Uh, you're going to do it like this. Jason, read the, read the slide for me. Uh, Luca Del Bell Bellews or Corporeal El Adorable Harris. Yes, right. And if it's the pronunciation one, what would happen is, so Jason said them. I'm going to go to the next slide and tell you, hey, Luca, I'm going to tell you the top <laughs> is the hockey player. The bottom is actually the full name of Manny fucking Harris. <laughs> but there's uh, trick questions, too, is what so you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to trick us. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's his real legal name. That's his real name. His real name. Um, and then I'd say, Jay, uh, can you pronounce? And, you know, first of all, if he has the pronunciation right, I'm going to give him. The, I'm going to give you as a point. Um, but if he can get, pronounce it correctly, he gets a bonus point. This is not a bonus question, though. So, uh, are you gentlemen ready? Bonus question. All right. So the first one is going to go to Grayson. Grayson, who do you see on the screen there? Well, the first one is a distant cousin of one of my favorite basketball players, Dicky Tan. And that's a fucking pull, all right, Jesus. Uh, well done, well done. I all right, think, so you had, well, originally, you got to the bottom. Oh, who's, sorry, who, sorry. who's the other two names? Well, we all know that uh, you guys didn't put the umlauts, the umlauts over the U, and his name is Dick Doof because he's German. <laughs> Or uh, depending so which, which region of Germany, it's Dick Doff, which, you know. So yeah. what, what's your next question, Joe? Go ahead. Say, so Who, which, which one of that? these, Dicky Thon or Dick Doof, which one do you think is the hockey player? Well, Dick Thon was the founder of Dickie's clothing line. Dick Doof is the hockey player. Dick Doof is the hockey player. Okay. Um, so that's what you're saying is a hockey player. Uh, what sport do you think Dickie Thon played? He was a... It was a jockey. A jockey. Interesting. Okay. Oh, no. uh, so you get no points. Dickie Thon <laughs> played 15 years in the majors for four different teams for Major League Baseball. Dick Duff was a hockey player? Dick Duff is a hockey player. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You, you get one point for Dick Duff, uh, uh-huh. but you don't get a point for the play. He played 15 seasons, by the way. He had like a 284 batting average. I, I'd never heard of Dickie Thon before. Huh. All so right. congratulations, Grayson is leading with hey, one point. As Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad, you know? 
Uh, it's not every day you get a meatloaf hey, reference. In the Hall of Fame. All right, hey, all right Kyle. Who's your first? These Come are your on. two players. All right. Here we have Zach Whitecloud and DJ Strawberry. Um, uh, Zach Whitecloud is obviously the hockey player. It's like in the name White. Uh, DJ Strawberry is. Uh, he is not an athlete. He is a actual <laughs> DJ uh, who that is a strawberry. Uh, so, an actual strawberry. Wow. Final okay. Um, well, I I'll tell you what. I'll give you one. Shot. I, all of these people are athletes in their profession. Okay. No. Not okay. DJ. All right. No. Okay. Boy, are uh, you in for a surprise? You are in for a treat. Uh, so you were correct. Zach Whitecloud is is a hockey player. DJ Strawberry played in the NBA. He was drafted. Oh, and he's also the son of former Major League Baseball mm. great Daryl Strawberry. Mm. I would have guessed yeah. that it wow. was Daryl Strawberry. Cooler, yeah. cooler coming in with a solid two points for pronouncing the name correctly as well. Oh no 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 that's this is not this this is not the name. Oh not the bonus round. So one way too easy. Oh fuck right, I was gonna say easy. that Sorry, is... way too easy. No. Uh, yeah. no, the, the, the last question for each of these is the special question. All right, so the last question. Okay, so it's like one to one. So we have a tie game, one to one. And by the way, both of you guessed the correct hockey player. I'm I'm super happy about that. Grayson, here's the next one. Kent Johnson and Chuck Bednarik. Fun story about Chuck Bednarik. I dated his uh, great niece. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which means Kent Johnson was the. Uh, hockey player. Uh, you're fucking right. And holy shit, I pulled that out of my ass. You're absolutely right. Chuck Bednarik played in the NFL in the fucking 50s. Wow. I Damn. You dated his what? I think it was his great niece or... Uh, actually... What the of fuck, course. dude? Of course. I'll tell you the story when we're not recording. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, we turn off the podcast. We, all, we know we it's, a fair, it's, a, it's a it's a G rated story. I uh, I can't believe that we have a fucking celebrity in the house. All right, so Kyle, I don't know how we're gonna follow up that one. Jesus, uh, Kyle, here are here you go. Oh, this. These are easy, Kyle. You got to. Come on, Isn't that ice cream, Spumoni? And Jose Theodore Vasily Bispenuli. Uh, so which one's the man. hockey player? That guy is the hockey player, and Jose Theodore played at Ooh. baseball. Uh, mm. That's a first miss mm. there. Vasilis Spanoulis is a Euroleague and Olympic yeah. basketball yeah, player. He was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks in 2004, and Jose mm. Theodore, or his name is pronounced Zohe oh, Thomas. Yes, Joe Thomas. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Joe Thomas, and oh, funny fact, he's no, actually French. Uh, French Canadian. So, uh, oh. Kyle, good guess. Okay. Uh, I also thought you guys would appreciate yeah, the Euro that puts poll me, here. Yeah, very, very well done. Uh, that puts me behind pretty it significantly. Well, it puts you behind significantly because so, Grayson's dating royalty, apparently. Because of, yeah, because what the fuck. All right, Grayson. Anyways. Here you go. Oh, easily. Easy. That's easy. <laughs> Sebastian Vettel and Dustin Byfuglin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we oh, all man. know played the flugelhorn. Um, <laughs> man, which one is? I think that Sebastian Vettel 
is the hockey player, and Dustin Beifugen was a world-class German swimmer. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say you wow. get no points on this. Sebastian Vettel is not. Sebastian, he's a yes. F1 yes, he is sir. An racer. And okay. fun fact, this gentleman's last name is pronounced Bufflin. Literally Bufflin. No, it's not. No, no. It's not. Sebastian Vettel, Vettel is an F1 driver and is indeed a guy who plays hockey. Might I have an African-American man who plays hockey. I should say African-Canadian. And no, he's American. I apologize. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, his name is Dustin Bufflin. So you didn't get the bonus right on that. Sorry about that, Grayson. Mm, the boner, you mean? It is actually Bufflin. I disagree with him. I know he's so Kyle, <laughs> yeah. Kyle, you have a huge opportunity right, here. I got you a chance. have a chance to get three Can Kyle come back and win on this? He can. Yes, he can. Oh, he can. Fuck. You can get three points because you're going to have a ch- This is the one you have a chance to not only guess the hockey player, you're going to guess the other players. I guess I stole Grayson, so I should get a point. I get for like that. a bonus, bonus point oh, for like having oh, a connection. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go Maybe ahead. next week. Yeah, okay, I, wait, yeah. Joe's I the owner. I didn't. I didn't write this up to be stolen, but uh, we'll see. I'll tell you what. If you tie him, I'll give the tie to you for that. How about that? All right. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. That's a great but tie I did, Come on, I've got connections. Oh, go, oh good for you. You're see. dating all the women. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, uh, Kyle. Oh boy, uh. this is this is, uh, this is going to be a, this is this is a this is a trick question here. Who do you what, what names can you do you see on the screen here? Uh, well, if I I, I don't want to say it unless I know that like this is the pronunciation yes, is. one. So you, yeah, so, right. so you you top or bottom? Which do you think is the hockey player? Uh, let's go with, um, Jesus, dude. Not a selection. Uh, let's go with the top, top one. Okay. Okay. Um, so I will go ahead and say you are correct. So you have a point. You have a tie now. It is two to two. Is, so do I have to say his whole yes. name correctly? Yes, you have to say his whole name, name correctly. correctly. I'll tell you what. Mirosav Satan. Can you repeat that? Miroslav Satan. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a ding, ding, winner. Ding, ding, ding. Holy shit. What? Yeah, you got it, dude. Oh, Miroslav Satan is, in fact, a hockey player. And Guy Wimper is a former Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, it's actually pronounced uh, E Wimper. He's French, so you guys no. are all wrong. Miros- I win. Miroslav Satan. I Satan. I cannot wow. believe you got that because okay. the running gag is he played for the Buffalo Sabers with these beautiful black and red jerseys with the goat head on it, and everyone called him Satan. Okay. I I, I Kyle, you didn't even need the Vettel bonus point. My name was you know, way I'm gonna, harder. Wow. It was Bierpaflugens. There were letters that you couldn't even like. <laughs> Kyle at least pronounced all no, of his letters. No. Half of so, mine weren't even in the pronunciation. Okay. Of his if you're name. going to pick apart my quiz, I want you to know one thing. First of all, Kyle had two some names. Some should be weighted heavier he had, than others. He had two names he had to try and translate correctly. You had one because his first name is Dustin. How do I know? Okay, but when you have a guy who pronounces his last name that's spelled like that as Bufflin, how am I supposed to know that his first name is pronounced Dustin and not just like Dutton? Hey, I'll hey, tell you. I'll tell you. What. We're gonna we're gonna go to arbitration. Jason, was this quiz fair? This this quiz was fair. This was, was a it, fair quiz. Bonus points. Yeah. This is bullshit. I agree, Joe. I, I agree. I don't ever want to do it again. 
Well, this is, guess what? This was very fair and very next well week, run. Next week, we're going to do NASCAR driver or country music star. So <laughs> just get prepared. Wow. That is, that is going to be excellent. Yes, dude. Uh, so, gentlemen. The phonetic, na- the phonetic names. That's what I want. The phonetic names. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so boy, a big, big edition of the podcast night. We had our first ever really unanimous true. cuck of the week in Josh McDaniels. And we have, I, I'm going to say our first quiz winner. Uh, we have to come up with the name for the quizzes, but, uh, cooler. Yeah. Congratulations mm-hmm. being the first winner. Thank um, you. That's cooler. Uh, it means everything. I graciously you know give what? you, uh, that championship. I graciously stole it out from under your nose. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, gentlemen, I would like uh, to say a couple uh, real quick. First, um, congratulations, Ohio's own Ryan Blaney, NASCAR champion of the world. Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes, congratulations, Ryan Blaney. Uh, also, big time, uh, big time playoffs this weekend, gentlemen. I want to see everyone watching and supporting the football league up north. Yes, the CFL, the CFL semifinals. Uh, it's the Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal uh, Alouz versus the Toronto Argonauts and the BC Lions versus the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, so big matchups there. I know we're all big Canadian football fans. Mm. Uh, I don't even know if you guys, I know Greg, I don't even know if you guys acknowledge. It's their main sport. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah, at least you acknowledge that there. the Canadian Football League is a thing. Oh, absolutely. Of Who course. Wins? What do you mean? It's the, it's the only sport that they even ah, play up there. Well, I opened myself up for that one. Fully did. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, great pod uh, this week. Uh, great talking with you. Kyle, congratulations yeah. again on a great awesome. quiz victory. Yep. And Thank in you know, the esteemed words of all Germans everywhere, guten tag, little daddies and mommies. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> guten tag. <Okay. laughs>